ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. We are here with our shorty episode for the week, and uh, it's the normal crew with non-Hispanic Nelio. OG Will is here with us today, and uh, you know we are we're, we're here having some fun and talking some wrestling. We just had a great time talking with Hot Rod Daddy Andy. That interview will be coming out on Monday at 4.30 p.m. You can catch on YouTube, on Anchor, Apple spotify everywhere and also on sport radio at 4 30 p.m monday night you can find that interview it is totally worth the listen go and watch also if you haven't already please remember to like comment share subscribe and as you can see if you're watching on youtube ivy has her t-shirt on we have our merch shop open on whatamaneuver.net make sure you go check that out you can find the link in our link tree and uh you know, make sure you go get your tickets for all your CCW events coming up at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. All right, my friends, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit of what's happened this week in wrestling. Um, what hasn't Jesus, happened? what hasn't <laughs> happened in wrestling? That's correct. The Jeez. only thing that hasn't happened Christ. yet is SmackDown. Yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, let's, let's start off by talking about GCW a little bit here. <laughs> Let's start off by talking about Matt Cardona and Good Nick Lord. Um, first of all, I, I just want to applaud Matt Cardona like wholeheartedly. The man is is incredible. And um <laughs> the way he's playing off this heat that he's getting from the GCW base oh, man. is amazing. I'm, the I'm amazed that he he's got made, out of there alive. The t shirts that he's made? <laughs> the t shirts? He has a T-shirt with a pizza cutter on it. Says you can't cut me. Clever. <laughs> Tell that to Nick Gage, right? It's just, it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, it, he gave the belt a bath. He said, "I don't know where it's been." <laughs> the GCW base is probably losing its shit. I mean, I've never seen there's, – there's, like, footage from the audience perspective. This one guy is, like, cheering his ass off. He's so happy that Matt Cardona won. And as soon as the bell rings and the ref raises his hand, they just start pelting shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean that ring got flooded with trash. Yeah. It was fantastic. Like I said, I'm, I'm amazed he got out of there alive. I haven't seen that since Hogan's turn. Like, he, he, he not only, like – like experience like them throwing it he sat there and soaked it in he, did. he accepted yeah. it like he was just like go for it throw it at me oh man well i mean it he walked a- out the curtain flipping everybody off yeah oh yeah you know like it was oh it's it's magic it's yeah. pro it's okay. wrestling magic <laughs> oh my god it's so good and so matt cardona if you're listening to our little podcast here you're the fucking man <laughs> just the, the the heat the nuclear heat that you have gotten and that you are generating is amazing and i love you for it so cool. thank you 
Yeah. Oh my god. And also props all... to him for stepping in like a deathmatch ring because like yeah. a lot of guys won't touch that shit. Like it, not only him but also Chris Jericho we saw last night yep. stepped mm-hmm. in the ring with Nick Gage and while that was a little bit more tame than what happened last Saturday. Yeah. Um, but like for people who normally don't do matches like that to step into a ring with someone who, if it wasn't for wrestling, he'd probably be in jail for murder. Like, um, I mean, he was in jail at one point, but yeah, <laughs> but he, it's he'd still like, be there is what do you mean? Yeah, the balls like to do that, and congrats yeah. on that. I mean, yeah. I, t- I, Ted can attest to this. I texted him after I watched the match, and I was like, I'm, me being me, I enjoy watching a hardcore match, but even that was tough for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a little rough around the edges, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I felt uncomfortable watching the Jericho match, and that let was alone, yeah. that was let alone compared to yeah. that match. That's like a two on the scale of death match. I like yep. full disclosure. When I was a teenager, from like fifteen to eighteen, I, that's all I watched was death matches because they were always <laughs> on YouTube and it was always the backyard stuff. So that is like my little like, ple- yeah, like, like a nostalgia pleasure. trip. Yeah. And that's yeah. why, like, I love that shit. And when I saw it on, it was coming to AEW, I'm just like, it's going to get so much hate, but I'm freaking <laughs> loving it. They had, they had Aubrey Edward, Edwards be the referee, too, which was I know. great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Tyler, did you see the uh, did you see the death match between Cardona and Gage? No, I didn't. But I did see the clip where you were talking about the trash. But that's all everybody was raving about. I, I wish I could have seen it, because I got to admit, it's not up my alley, but you know, like everything, I'm trying to adapt to a lot of different styles, trying not to be so critical of it. And I, I respect those guys because that's that's some real physicality and brutality. Barbaric is a good word they used yeah. last night for yep. Jericho and uh, and Nick Gage. So, man, that pizza cutter, that's the real deal. I mean, that, <laughs> that made me cringe. And where the light bulbs, weren't they using the glass to, like, jab each other? Yep. I mean, yep. I was uh, I was cringing, man. He, I, yeah. I was like Tony Schiavone. I was I was like, man, this is crazy. <laughs> but yep. you know, this is a reason to watch. <laughs> Speaking of being critical about it, Eric Bischoff actually did like a he had like a little blurb about it where he said that it's not it's not for him, but he understands like that it like the the niche the people that it reaches right yeah, uh-huh. the niche people that it reaches out to like Nick Gage is like far and above anybody else there yeah for sure for sure did uh angela i know you didn't get a chance to watch jericho i've seen the internet i've seen the internet buzzing though yes so i the thing that i will say it is on my watch list and i'm kind of a little bit pumped about it because just like amy had mentioned it's going to bring back some memories. It's going to give me that nostalgia trip. So I'm, I'm very excited to see it. So you want to talk about nostalgia? How about the third labor of Jericho? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that is. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Ruby. The juice. Long <laughs> term storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years later, bitches. Yeah. Well, so no, not even 20 years. MJ, MJ played it up so well. He, oh, it's like you he's know a, he's on the top of his game man the, the popcorn's so a nice touch yeah coming out the popcorn so. was fantastic that was great <laughs> it was. I, I loved it yeah angela's got to go back and, and watch i will i will that guy I is honestly will. part of the reason that i've started to like really watch wrestling again i just the way that he plays the heel is just so good yeah he's one it's of the natural few, yeah it is he's so natural with it yep mm-hmm. yep 
he and Britt Baker are two of the only two true heels left. Yeah. You know, like Roman's a true heel. Um, I would say Roman and MJF and Britt Baker. I can't Randy even Orton. really call. I can't even really call Kenny Omega a true heel because he's he not. Get, he's gone so back. I mean, when he plays the heel, he's really well. He's really good. Yeah. But he's not like. But he tiptoes. He does on the being popular line. Yeah, he's definitely yeah, not to with it. Yeah. Randy Orton, kind of. The uh, the Toon Squad getup was pretty good. Too. <laughs> oh Jesus, the Toon Squad getup. All right, can we talk about Hangman's reaction though? Like coming out when they had like the the entrance with the Dark Order, the minute it shown on Hangman, that freaking pop or roar. It wasn't even a pop; it was a roar. That dude. Oh man. He's over his shit. They're, they're building. He, he he's built up to the point where like he's gonna be. I mean, he is a mega. He's a mega star, but he's gonna be. Mm-hmm. He's gonna eclipse that at this point. Yeah. Do we think that? He will be the one to dethrone Kenny. He kind of has to be at this point. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't see. It would make like, the most sense. Yeah, it it would be weird, and it would kind of derail him if he didn't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, and they like still that. got what? This still got till September, right? Until the all out, right? I believe so. Yeah, so they got time. It's not like it's happening next week. They can week. build it. Yeah. So. Do we think that Omega will still have? the TNA and the impact belts come uh, time that, for all out. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Because and, I don't know what there would take uh, it from them. That, I think. Point. All right. Yeah. Well, it depends on the kind of deal. I think the right move is to have them all the belts. Cause you want hangman to be the first guy to beat him. Mm, yeah. Right. Cause, cause if he goes in already losing a title and some guy in T- TNA beat him, it, it kind of diminishes hangman's win a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know what deal they have with Impact, whether they can make creative decisions like that. And what about Switchblade? Do you think he's going to be the guy to do something? I, I don't know. This whole New Japan relationship is interesting, whether it, it always is. makes sense or not. But, yeah. Mm. I think, a... too, with Kenny, like, they're, they've been milking, you know, the whole hype about him being a multi-belt holder so like I, I don't see them just kind of like shutting that down prior to was I mean, September I guess Impact thinks that, that they're getting a good side you know a good end of this mm-hmm. or else they wouldn't allow it to continue to happen true yeah. you know unless Tony Khan has actually bought Impact by now <laughs> that's the, I mean we've talked about that several times on this show before yeah. um, I don't know I don't know now. Like before, I was convinced that he had, but now I'm kind of just like, there's there's no way that he bought Impact, and that he bought into New Japan, and then started a second show, and then started a second show. Like there's no way. Yeah. Right. Right. There's no way. I'm very curious to see how this New Japan AEW deal works. I um. Well, first of all, can we talk about the fact that it was cool as shit to see King Haku? Yeah. On, yes. On yeah. Dynamite. Like, he came out and I was like, what the hell? That's awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, like, not, not for nothing. Hikaleu, I mean, like, how do you make Lance Archer, Lance Archer look so small? Yep. I know, right? Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, yep. that shows you his size. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know. Um, wrestling Twitter's all a buzz today because AEW doubled NXT's number for ratings this week. And any logical person is going to say exactly what Will's about to say, which is... They hinted at uh, a certain someone being in Chicago. Well, that's that's not actually what I, what I was going to say. Well, any logical person would say, but that, that that doesn't matter. Not not for the overall ratings for the show. No. Um, the a logical person will tell you that yeah, but NXT was on freaking sci-fi. sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Half the country doesn't even half the world doesn't even know that sci-fi exists. Yeah. I kind of kind of forgot that it was a channel <laughs> like you know th- no wonder the numbers were so low yeah. right i mean it was still a decent show oh it was I great mean, <laughs> let's let's talk about let's talk about some nxt real quick here and what i'm most excited about and i know what will is most excited about joe is gonna wrestle again uh-huh. and joe is gonna mm-hmm. kill you <laughs> you know um I've gotten once in my life to do the the Joe chant, but <laughs> yep, big facts, big facts. Tyler, tell us a little bit about your reaction to NXT this week, since you have NXT in the background there. I think yeah. he's live at NXT. Uh, right I know. Now, so. uh, where where's the from, you know from Beth the CWC? Phoenix, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll tell you what. I agree. Samoa Joe uh, carrying cross is a big deal. I think uh, Dakota Kai turning on Raquel Gonzalez was, was big. That, that, that was good long-term storytelling. It and was. I, I can't wait to get everybody's thoughts on that because they milked that very good. You never thought you'd see that because they had, what, held the tag team belts in the women's division. But, you know, she, what, put out the tweet like, as long as I've got your back, I can't become ever become champion. And that was smart. I, I like that using mm-hmm. social media like that. So that was a good way to do it. And I, I'm excited for that. I think the breakout tournaments really got some great stars. Yeah. That Odyssey Jones, Carmelo Hayes, and there's just a lot of great stuff happening in wrestling overall, but especially with NXT. So I'm just there, – there's so much, man. It's it's hard to dissect it all. But that – I came away with the women's division too with the yeah. whole Samoa Joe news. It's, it's really big. And I like what they're doing with uh, – with uh, the diamond mine too, Roderick Strong, the storytelling between Bobby Fish. I mean, mm. another way to utilize the undisputed era kind of uh, faction too. And O'Reilly Cole, we're not done with that. So, and my homegirl came back last night. Oh yes, yes. How yeah. could I forget, or, Chad? Yeah. Or uh, was it last night? No, Tuesday. Yeah, night. it was last night. Tuesday yeah. night. Tuesday night. Um, Casey Catanzaro, <laughs> be back. That's my girl. Also, I mean, the the skits with L.A. Knight and Cameron oh, Rimes. fantastic. Oh, so good. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> Angela, I know you didn't get a chance to watch NXT yet because you've been working, mm-hmm. your, working your tail off here, but go yeah, and man. watch all the camera. Like, you guys know, and I have, I have made no bones about it, right? Cameron Grimes, the, you know, when Will and I started this show, every time Grimes would come on screen, Right, right, right. Snooze right. fest, snooze fest, right? This run with LA Knight and the million dollar <laughs> belt and, and Ted DiBiase and everything. It's I so am good. enjoying it so much. It is so Yeah, I'll definitely have to check it that is out. So good. I love stupid comedy and just the way that they when shot it's, when it, I, I agree. I like that kind of stuff too, but like it has to be done right. It was it was and not really overdone. good. Yeah, okay. 
all right i'll have to check that one and, out it, and it even it even hints at the fact that they're pro at the next takeover they're probably gonna have a match for that million dollar championship yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm here for it because those two have such good chemistry in the ring mm -hmm. i mean it's hard for la knight to have bad chemistry with anybody you know he's just he's fantastic he's so yeah. good you know eli drake is just amazing um yeah, great. you know and cameron grimes like i said i've always said that he can work you know i've never said the guy can't work he's a, he's a decent worker just his character before now just made me go, you know but <laughs> now now i'm like i'm feeling it like this is awesome this is great storytelling he's kind of invested in it yeah yeah i've finally been able to buy into the guy mm -hmm. um and, you know, and, and I don't know, I, I feel like NXT Weekly has one of the best, you know, one of its oh, not yeah. the best show of the week. Um, and people are still here in the IWC, there's, they're still shitting on it constantly. Because they want to, they want to put over AEW, and I'm, I'm sitting here, and and when Will and I started this show, one of the premises that we had was, we can like everything, and it's okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Just, I don't get that perspective. You're, you're it's allowed just normal. to not like stuff, but yeah. like, don't just shit all over something because you feel like you need to. Right, Amy. What so were you it, saying? It's just normal tribal bullshit. It's a, yeah. people like to put themselves on teams and then for no reason at all shit on the other team. It's just whatever. <laughs> like I, I sat down and watched a little bit of Raw on Monday night, but I just, it's still not at the level of what I expect it should be. So it's tough mm. to watch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. SmackDown, even though people, whether you like the, the double venue, it, it's still to me is better. I mean, I can still watch SmackDown more than I can Raw. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Do we think that um do we think that SmackDown is going to suffer with Rampage coming? I don't know. That's tough. I think it it, it depends on what their their plan is with Rampage, if it's just gonna be like another AEW show when they have their top guys on it, maybe. But if it's kind of like a like an on-air AEW dark, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Well, mm -hmm. if if they do what they're hinting at, I think it will definitely dip SmackDown's ratings for a little bit. Because if the He Who Must Not Be Named shows up that first well. show in Chicago. And he comes in, and then he's like pretty much the main guy on that show. I think that will definitely turn some channels. Uh, but if that doesn't happen, I don't see it being very. I, so I, listen, I, I love that that they're starting to drop some hints, and you know the rumors are obviously that both he and uh, Brian Danielson have, have signed with AEW. Um, I don't think that even if he comes back. I don't think he wrestles. I don't think I don't think he comes back full full in ring. I mean, he might do a match oh, yeah. or two, you know. But he will wrestle on pay per views. He will not wrestle on. The yeah, show like he's weekly. not. He's not going to be a draw on the show every week. No. You know, people liked watching him because of what he could do in the ring and because of his 
uncontrollability on the mic, right? Yeah. I say that with big quotation marks around it. Um, but if it's just him on the mic, like, eh, sorry. We have one of those. His name's MJF. And frankly, he's better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm wrong. I also love how, um, with John Cena being back, the WWE is like, well, you know, Punk's going to AEW. So uh, we're going to call this the Summer of Cena. Just to- <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, really? I didn't even Yeah, see they even called oh. it the yeah, Summer of Cena. That. That's a big and, headline. Yeah. And I'm like, that's- I'm like, oh, man, that's priceless. That's perfect. I love my, it. My whole hope with this is that it, if Punk and Danielson both do sign with AEW, because I won't believe it until they actually show up and walk out from the backstage there. Same. Same. <laughs> um, my hope is that it lights a fire under Vince's ass again, and we start getting better products from them, because right now the only thing that is worth watching to me is NXT. I would say SmackDown too. SmackDown's been good, but it's been better. It's been better than good, but not as great as NXT. No. Um, it's definitely third on my list. <laughs> yes, I I agree with you there. I agree with you. One there. thing that I think AEW is doing better, it's making me want to watch. Yeah. Their show. Yeah. Whereas, like, I know on SmackDown, if I tune in on Friday nights, I'm gonna get a quality product. But there's nothing really that they have planned. Like, uh, I did tune in to see Cena, but like before that, and like this week, there's nothing really making me want to go out of my way to watch it. That, whereas, that's with, an issue with it. Yeah. With whereas it. this new um, Five Labors of Jericho. It, it, it makes me want to see who's the next week's going to be. We're literally going to have a match with him and Juventud Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> and Jericho has to hit a move off the top top rope to win. Yeah. Yeah, and and I mean, I, I've mentioned that before, where I said that, that NXT and AEW do it right, where they tell you what's happening next week mm-hmm. during the show. And that's mm-hmm. how all wrestling used to be. Yeah, I mean, we right. used to watch Monday Night Raw, and you know, it would be you know, well, Val v- next week Val Venus will face off with D'Lo Brown for the Intercontinental Championship or the right. Championship, and we would that get a poll. Listen, yeah. listen, <laughs> you shut your dirty mouth. D'Lo Brown can work his ass off. Okay, um, you know the but but the fact of the matter is is that. We knew what we were getting. Yeah. You know, they, they told us in advance. And now it's like, well, yeah, we know what we're getting, but we're, it's because we're getting the same thing every week. Yeah. Right. You know, so there's keep a, getting rematches. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And there's a big difference. Again, on Raw, we got the Viking Raiders versus AJ and Omas. Right. Yeah. But did anyone notice, has anyone noticed that this week in WWE, they started using the phrase contenders or championship contenders match? Yep. Because the the match between um, Damian Priest and Sheamus yep. was a United States Championship contenders match. It was yep. actually really good. And Eva Marie and Dewdrop versus Natty and uh, Nia Jax or uh, Tamina um, when when Natty had awesome. that real that real aw- awful uh, ankle yeah. spot. Um, really looks ugly, but apparently she didn't break anything. 
Um, apparently, it's just a strain, which is. Ooh, speaking of injuries, did you see that uh, Cash Wilder or Cash Cash Wheeler? Yeah, yeah, yeah the gash. Yeah, yeah. And a really was... nasty gash on his arm. Yeah, yeah I saw that on um, online somewhere. I yeah, think that's why they, they had to change right? that finish. Was yeah, I mean, yeah. To, yeah, uh, that finish was abrupt. That finish was mm-hmm. abrupt for sure. Well, I mean, listen, there's so much we could talk about, um, and we're kind of we're kind of ping ponging around here right now. Um, but one thing I want to ask you guys is, aside from SmackDown tomorrow night, um, or maybe even including SmackDown tomorrow night. What show are you most excited to watch next week? I'm going to start with Tyler. I think it comes down between uh, NXT and AEW, just like Amy said with the Jericho, labors of Jericho, Juventud mm-hmm. Guerrero, but NXT and then just behind it would be SmackDown. I, I know I keep saying it, but I can't help it. That's the shows I'm looking the most forward to. Even though Raw's got a little bit better at times, it's still, to me, three hours is just too long, man. It's mm-hmm. just too much so okay ivy honestly i've told you guys how much i'm bored with wwe and aew doesn't quite always have me hooked i mean don't get me wrong they all do have some good stuff here and there but i just i'm gonna sit there and watch ccw live like i do every freaking tuesday night because i have nothing yes. better to do so i watch that while i'm cooking dinner and if i'm lucky i get to see ref amy in there doing her thing being the thick that's right so yeah I she mean, plugged it i didn't I'm, have to it's if i'm great. being honest that's what i'm watching specifically to see amy looking thick as fuck just saying <laughs> just saying and uh there in person oh, i can't wait don't tell people when yet, though. Don't tell people when yet. I just I said I can't wait to see her in person. It's going to happen sometime. It's going to happen very soon. Very soon. Very and uh, OG. Uh, well, you hit me with the words next week because I was about to say I'm ready for TakeOver because, one, I get Joe, and then, two, they announced that we're going to have Walter versus Dragunov 2 on there as well. But next week, it's definitely AEW, mostly because I, I want to see who would do Guerrero again. Perfect, perfect. And uh, Riff Thick as fuck. Um, yeah, definitely AEW. They're just firing on all cylinders right now. And though I do think they need to tone back a little bit from the hardcore matches, I think we've had three in a row now. Yep. Um, but I think they just have so much talent, and there's so many surprises that are coming forward that it just has me hooked. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, uh, I think we want to end today with talking just for a second about the fact that Amy won again, God damn it, with her uh, her predictions from Money in the How Bank. How close was it, though? Was it, was, it, close? it was pretty close. It was, from... it was one. So Amy had five out of eight. Um, both me and you, Ivy, had four out of eight, and Nelio had three out of eight. Damn it. So we lost by one. So by one. am I going to have to come is in Ref here and break Amy, the streak? I was going to say, is Ref Amy going for an under? I win one week? more, I get myself a belt. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be that podcast. Exactly, yeah. Perfect, perfect. So oh, Amy, I just, got, you, I just got rid of the uh, the belt that I had at the wedding. Why did you get rid of it? Because it was a, a $20 Target belt. 
You should have given oh, it to me. Oh, that's what I was going to get that. What do you think? I'm going to get a real belt? No. <laughs> we did, right, we did so a deep clean of the apartment, and it, and it got canned. Go dig it out of the trash. Oh, it's long gone. All right. Go to so, the dump. Dig so it our, out. Our Just friends, go to Target and buy another one. <laughs> our friends at home. Uh, what happens when we make these these pay per view predictions is whoever wins, whoever has the most num uh, the most correct predictions um, for the show, gets to pick a pay per view from yesteryear, and we will all watch it and then review it together on an off week when we don't have a guest. So Amy has now won a second time in a row. Last time she picked SummerSlam '02, which uh, the crew did did a uh, a review of. Without One of me. our favorites, Ted. <laughs> My favorite pay-per-view of all goddamn time, and they, they did it without me, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> not, I'm not feeling not feeling a certain type of way at all about that. Uh, <laughs> but so, Amy, what do we what do we have this time? What are we watching? Is it Sunny Side Up? Is Nellio going to finally? No, it's not. No, no one, no one needs to watch Sunny Side Up. <laughs> we don't need to critique that. Just no. All right, so. I don't know the angle. The angle there looks like it could be a little bit better if the camera was moved down about two inches. We could see oh, just a little bit more of the. My God. <laughs> mm. Okay, thank you. Tyler's right. an expert. Tyler, tell us all about it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the next next episode. Yeah, next, there you go. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Well, see, well, tell we, us all about it on the day that Nelia wins one of these. We're, things, we're okay? trying to get subscribers. Yeah. We, he, he'll tell us about Sunny Side Up next episode. We're building an audience. There you go. <laughs> yes. All right, so we started started really good with the SummerSlam 2002, and I think we should go in the complete opposite direction, going so far that beyond my my floor as far as quality wrestling. I'm going to choose a pay-per-view for my era. I'm going to show my age. Um, it's the pay-per-view that made my dad hate me for a day because he spent $50 on this. It is the 2006 December to December. I, I knew oh. where you were going with that. <laughs> Jesus. All right. 2006. Ugh. WWE the version of ECW. That, December. Yeah, the pay-per-view that lost Paul Heyman his job. <laughs> I still have the shirt. <laughs> okay, well, fans, you heard it here. We get Everybody's to review. Very thrilled right now. <laughs> we get to review December to Dismember from 2006 <laughs> next time. I missed SummerSlam mode too, but I get to do this one. Yeah, you, you get that one, yeah. You're really winning over there. Fans all to one side of the the arena. All right, so uh, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting, <laughs> folks. We've got the uh, the promo battle coming up. We're going to be doing that as a fundraiser for Bryce. Make sure that you uh, you keep yourselves up to date on that by following us across all of our social media at Rewind Podcast W R E W I N D P O D C A S D. Please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe. We are just a couple subscribers away from 300. We need you guys to help us cross that that uh, threshold ASAP. Please make it happen for us. And um, you know, also. Uh, Please, 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 anytime you can, retweet the, the post that we put up. And uh, especially when we're retweeting some of our, our, uh, our friends, like over at Sportinarium Radio, uh, 1310 Apparel, and or about our apparel store, our merch store, over at whatamaneuver.net, which you can see Ivy has her Ivy fan shirt on right now. got a shirt. She's got I a do. shirt. I got a shirt. <laughs> so so we, we have all kinds of – We have to watch the other podcast to – 
understand that. <laughs> That's right. If you go watch Monday's episode, you will understand the joke. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining us here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. It's been a pleasure on behalf of Tyler, of Ref Amy, of the Temptress Witch Ivy, and of OG Will. It has been a pleasure being with you, and we will catch you guys next time.